The following conversation originally aired on The Point on KPOV 88.9 FM High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Airing weekdays at 9 a.m., The Point is a half-hour, locally produced show focusing on people and events in Central Oregon. Our guest this morning is Amy Jo Detweiler, the Community Horticulturalist for OSU Extension in Central Oregon, which includes Crook, Deschutes, and Jefferson Counties. She has been in this position since 1999, and she also manages the local OSU Master Gardener Program for this region. She provides education for green industry professionals and outreach and education for backyard gardeners, focusing on sustainable gardening practices, water-wise gardening, fire-wise landscaping, and backyard food production, with an emphasis on gardening in the high desert. Welcome to the Wednesday Point, Amy Jo Detweiler, and thank you so much for being with us this morning. Hi, Mary Ann. Thanks for having me. It's really nice to see you. I um, like to see you. Amy's, uh, Amy Jo is my neighbor, and I used to be in the Master Gardener program, and so it's really great to see you again this morning. So for our listeners that don't know anything about Master Gardening, could you tell us who and what is a master gardener and what's the master gardener program? Yeah, so we're excited. We're getting ready to start our class of 2020. And the master gardener program is for anyone who's interested in gardening, whether you've got a beginner, um, you're a beginner or you're more experienced. It doesn't matter. We welcome everyone into the program and it really all we need is to have an individual that's passionate about gardening and wants to share share gardening with their community. So, so it's are there a tra- trained volunteer program? Are there any prerequisites to enter the program? No, you don't have to have any prerequisites. We welcome anyone, like I said, that it has a interest in gardening and just wants to serve the community. So there's, there's two pieces there. It's somebody who wants to learn about gardening and serve the community. It's not just an educational class for education. It's also for learning how to help people in the community and answer questions about plants and problems that people have uh, when they're gardening. Yes, that's right. So uh, at the OSU Extension Service, we often will get a lot of phone calls related to gardening, people with questions about how to do certain things or if they're having problems with their plants, either vegetable gardening or landscaping or house plants. And the number of questions that come in would simply be too much for one staff member for a tri-county region. And so long time ago up in uh, King County, up in Washington, the extension staff member up there decided I've got to find a way to help answer more of these questions, but I can't do it on my own. What can I do? And he came up with and developed this master gardener training program where you invite volunteers to come in, learn about the information, and then take that information and help, you know, extend it back out into the community. So how long has the Central Oregon uh, OSU Extension Program been happening? Since the 80s here in Central Oregon. And if you're interested in becoming a Master Gardener, what type of training is involved in and what happens, it's not just classroom, it's also experiential training, correct? That's right. So there's two parts to the training. The first part of the training is what we call classroom training. And that's when you will 
learn content anywhere. You'll look at topics such as soils, weeds, insects. We'll do water-wise gardening, vegetable gardening, diagnosing plant damage. Those are just some of the topics that you'll learn during the classroom part of the training. And then we'll switch over and as the season rolls on and we get into May, June, then you can start to do some of the hands-on training, which will be in our plant clinic, which is our garden hotline. And then we do a bunch of community activities as well. And some of those are pre-planned that we do annually every year. And some of those are uh, just in response to requests we get from community groups, organizations, uh, outreach groups that will come in and help partner and uh, provide some education in some fashion. Tell me, Joe, how many master gardeners are currently active in Central Oregon? Right now, a little, a little bit harder to tell right now with the pandemic because we have not been allowed to do many of our activities. But normally, we have between 100 and 125 that um, that combined, which is our certified volunteers and then our new class of trainees in that mix. So in any given year, about 100, 125 at least. And so due to the pandemic, what sorts of changes have you had to make with the classroom training? Is it all online or is it a combination of in-class and online? How does that work? Yes. So this year will be the first year we're doing a hybrid format and it will be classes online. We're not going to be meeting in person and uh, we'll do some classes that'll be live, but over zoom. And then I'll record all of the classes. And so uh, they'll be recorded for those that maybe aren't available during the day when we would traditionally have classroom training. They'll be able to access it and, and watch it on their own time from week to week. So uh, there's pros and cons, of course, to, to doing it online. Um, so this year we'll do the hybrid format. And then I'm hoping that we can do some hands-on workshops outside as we get into to spring, summer. And and we're kind of, we kind of have that penciled in that, we can do some outdoor activities. And I'm really hoping that that we're in a place where the pandemic isn't preventing that from happening. And you have to follow the guidelines that are set up by um, Oregon State University, correct? Yes. The OSU Extension Service is a branch of Oregon State University and being a risk adverse entity, we have pretty strict guidelines. So when, when does the next program start and what's the deadline for applying? So the next program is just a few weeks away. It starts on January 25th, Tuesday. And the, de- the deadline application is uh, next Monday, January 10th. January so, 10th. Yeah, you've got a week to get your applications in. And that can all be found online at the OSU uh, OregonState.edu, I think, uh, is the uh, website, correct? Yes, probably the easiest way to find the information would be to just type into Shoots County Extension Service, and you'll see the Home Garden and Landscape tab come up or the Master Garden Program tab right there in the home page, and you'll be able to click over and get to our application that way. And you just fill it out online, correct? Uh, you will need to print it off and fill it out and send it in. 
we were talking a little bit about the number of hours required in classroom training. There's also 48 hours of experiential training and community outreach. Tell us about that. What does that include? Yeah, so part of that would be working in our plant clinics. And our plant clinics is where we have people either call in or walk in with garden questions. You get trained to work in a plant clinic, so you're not out there trying to figure it out on your own. We'll, we'll have veteran master gardener volunteers or recertified master gardener volunteers training you and staff members. And we'll do those both in our office, physically in our office, but then we will also do those at outreach events, you know, farmers, um, tables, those types of things. Sometimes just a weekend community event, we'll show up and do a plant clinic. So that's part of the experiential learning. And what's so interesting about the plant clinic is it's a different question all the time. And so you're continually learning. Um, for me, it's continual learning. For the volunteers, hopefully it's enjoyable and continual learning. And you get posed with the most interesting questions from the basic, can I grow tomatoes here, to uh, much more interesting or complex questions related to insects or why a plant might not be doing so well. Will you be able to do that this year given the COVID restrictions or do you know yet? Yes. Yeah, so we were able to open our plant clinic up this past year. Um, we just were able to move into a bigger office space. So we allowed room for there to be an, an individual working and for clients to come in and bring their questions. So I'm hoping we can continue that format. We also had some remote options available. So we're prepared to do a uh, plant clinic either way. I, I was thinking about that when I was a master gardener, that uh, clinic office was a little cozy, but um, one of the fun things was that, there was always another person in there and there's a whole library full of books up on the wall that you can look at and all kinds of um, resources. If you don't know the answer to the question, when somebody comes in and I was always surprised by the things that people bring into you, hopefully within a sealed plastic bags. So what are some of the, the kinds of things that people brought in or the kinds of unusual questions that people have had? Yeah, well, every once in a while, so we'll get some interesting questions that aren't even really aligned with gardening. For example, someone will bring us a bag of scat. And they'll want to, well, here's the scat from my yard. Is this what's eating my plants? <laughs> and most of our gardeners, including myself, we're not, we're not trained in wildlife scat. So I, I can't answer those questions. Um, but we get a, a really broad mix of questions and uh It'd be, it'd be interesting, actually, to keep a journal of some of the fun and interesting questions that we get. But um, for me, what's fun about it is you're always learning, and I hope that's the same experience our volunteers are doing with the experiential learning. Uh, that's just one component of the experiential learning. We do a lot of other things as well. So uh, some of the uh, fun things that I did is uh, there was uh, like a Head Start group and um they we were showing kids how to plant seeds in little containers and they could take this seeds home with them what are some of the other kinds of fun things that the master gardeners do in their community outreach programs yes yeah, so some of the projects that we've been doing consistently include managing two community gardens and uh, with that we help the gardeners that are there in the community garden to be more successful at gardening. 
by answering their questions, facilitating their planting. And then we also do community ed events at these community gardens where we're offering classes and how-tos or all-day events. We uh, also have a couple of demonstration gardens that we manage. One is in Redmond and one is in Bend. The one in Bend is a water-wise demonstration garden where we have over 100 different plants designated as water-wise for this region. And we do, there's always an educational key with the Master Gardener Program and what separates us from other types of gardening uh, clubs or groups is that there's always an educational component tied to what the Master Gardener Volunteer is doing. And so uh, anything that we do, there has to be some sort of educational outreach connected with it. And that's um, what's really fun about some of these outreach events. We'll go into schools. We get invited to do partnerships often. We collaborate on uh, with the water conservation group from the city of Bend, with Bend Parks and Rec. So we're doing a lot of unique partnerships, too, to help look at sustainable gardening practices, um, look at some of the things that are affecting gardeners. Amy, Joe, you mentioned WaterWise. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so that's one of our areas of emphasis, just being in the high desert. We try and we'll do a class on the WaterWise gardening for the Master Gardener trainees, and then we'll try and pull that into our demonstration gardens with signage. We've got a you know, some examples of water-wise practices at the demonstration garden in Redmond using a smart controller instead of a traditional irrigation control box, uh, using permeable pavers instead of traditional pavers if you're doing hardscaping, um, how to manage stormwater runoff, those types of things that can all be helpful, how to collect rainwater runoff and use it again back in the landscape. So we've got some unique different displays like that. And then we're out there teaching classes on water-wise gardening as well. And one of the interesting annual events that I liked was the um, High Desert Garden Tour. Is that going to be happening again this year, do you think? Yes, we're potentially planning to do the High Desert Garden Tour again this year. And the High Desert Garden Tour is really fun. It's when we move around to a new city each summer in one of the three counties and we have five to seven homes that we are featuring. And it's homes that homeowners put the landscapes in. Well, we do a whole range from a small urban lot to a large sprawling landscape. And the idea is just to inspire people to garden. To Here's what you can do in your small urban lot. Or here's what you can do if you've got a little bit bigger lot. And to look at the different practices and uh, plants that people are putting into the landscape. So it's a really fun day of self-guided tour where you go out and you look and see and this year it will be in bend in july cool i i'm that was always one of the fun things i like to do is look and see what my neighbors are doing what what are they doing in their backyards and what could i try in mine i always enjoyed that and one of the things that we do at kpov is we have um a little segment on the tuesday point called Gardening Get Good at It. And you've done some of those segments. You've recorded some of those. And that's one of the volunteer opportunities. What kinds of topics do we talk about with the Gardening Get Good at It? Yeah, we've seen a wide range of topics. Anything from how to prune, um, how to grow a specific plant, like how to you know fertilize your tomato plants, to um, 
just fall gardening chores, caring for houseplants, like kind of a wide range in there. We've actually covered a, a lot of the topics and a lot of those topics are inspired by the questions we get in plant clinic. So that really helps us to drive or assess the needs of our community. We're also you know, spending um, time, we're seeing a nice transition in the Master Gardener program statewide to increase accessibility, increase how we're reaching underserved audiences. And so we're seeing a nice shift that way too, which has been exciting to have some different parts of the program being infused. Well, I am looking at the clock and seeing that we are running out of time. And it always goes way too quickly. Um, just uh, wondering if you could, again, give people the website and maybe the phone number of where people can find out more information about Master Gardening and questions they might have. Sure. The phone number would be 541-548-6088. And that's the Deschutes County Extension Service Office. And you can also do search, just put into Shoots County Extension Service. It'll pop up our homepage, and on the homepage, you'll see the link to the Master Gardener Program. On that website, is there also information about your scholarships? Yes, yeah, so the, if you, if you, the best way to ask about the scholarship, we can send you the scholarship application, is to give us a call at the phone number. We'll send that I out agree. to you. All righty. It looks like we are just about out of time. That's about it for the Wednesday. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, go to kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.